This is the property revolution with Andy Lefulani, CEO of Bansula. We are talking property investing, housing, and wealth creation. Stay tuned. Welcome everybody. Uh, this is Andy Lefulani, uh, CEO of Bansula. Um, today we're talking about a, a, a really interesting topic that uh, I know some of you will actually um, be be surprised that there's actually um, uh, you know um, listed property funds um, which are some call uh, REITs. Um, so we are going to be talking about that because we are not only looking at residential uh, properties. We're not only looking at uh, you know investing through uh, you know uh, unit trusts, uh, but we're really looking at uh, you know going broad. Like we spoke that our vision is really to educate people into going into like a big property funds. Um, if we have to do that, maybe invest in the, in the township-based property funds. That's what we are going to do. Um, so today I have a, a guest. Uh, my guest is uh, uh, Mr. Declerc, uh, STN, uh, who is the chairman of REITs. Um, uh, and uh, he is also the CEO of Grove Point Property. So I'm really, you know, I have a captain of industry. Uh, you know, in the studio. Uh, welcome. Uh, welcome, Andili. Thanks for the invite. Okay, wonderful. So, um, I mean, uh, like I uh, mentioned, I come from an asset management background. So I have a, a bit of a, you know, um, clue of what uh, REITs are and how they actually function. But maybe you can give the, the basics on what are, what are REITs. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's a complicated word for a property investment company. Mm. And um, the nice thing about this entity is that it really gives every person in the street, doesn't matter how much wealth you have, mm. an opportunity to buy the best quality property on the continent. Mm. So that would include the likes of Victoria and Alfred Waterfront, if wow. you want a bit of exposure of that, yeah. or you could uh, get a bit of exposure of uh, uh, some of the malls and the townships, or if you like office buildings or industrial properties, uh, if that's your thing, then uh, then you'd be able to buy a little share of that. Yes. The word REIT is a very fancy word for real estate investment trusts. And uh, that is just the international name for these property companies that are listed on stock exchanges and that have a tax dispensation so that all the profit flows through. So how these companies really work is that they take investors' money. So they'll take your money if they in, if you invest into their shares and um, they then invest it into the property itself. Mm -hmm. Those properties earn rentals. Yes. Uh, they then have obviously some expenses. Like yes. They have to pay rates and taxes, yes. which is a topical issue in itself. Yes. And uh, they have to pay all sorts of... Um, uh, management expenses and insurances, etc. Uh, then there's, let's call it a net property income line that's left. So yes. that's your net yield from your property. Yes. They they also use debt as a method of financing mm -hmm. and, or, and buying these properties. So they, they service the interest on the debt. And then every six months, these companies pay out all the profit they have to the shareholders. Mm. So it literally is like owning the physical property yes. uh, yourself. Now, most South Africans, when we think of property uh, and specifically property investment, you think of either buying your own house yes. and uh, that obviously is some form of investment. But the definition of an investment is actually something that generates income. Right? Yes, yes, so definitely. commercial property really does qualify for that probably better than anything else. Yes. And your holiday flat at uh, Umschlange mm. and, uh, you know, uh, out uh, in a different uh, jurisdiction doesn't uh, generate uh, income to the same consistency 
like some of these uh, commercial real estate businesses. Yes, yes. So if you've got a shopping center or industrial property and uh, you've got a tenant in that building, they typically pay you on a monthly basis mm. and that generates a very sustainable, good income. Nice. And it gives every man in the street uh, access to access. that. So it's yes. the cheapest and most liquid and tradable way to own property in this country. Yes. In fact, uh, I mean, let's let's go into that, uh, the fact that it's it's cheap. Uh, you know, let's give a bit of details on like, because cheap can be relative. Eh? Yeah, correct, you know, correct, correct. Uh, cheap can be relative. Uh, cheap. Um, and and uh, when we talk about cheap, I want us to talk about um, um, the fees, um, you know, sure. that are actually, um, because I, I was doing a talk around property investing at the other time. And they were saying, look, REITs, they were criticizing. And uh, REITs, no, a, a bit of expensive because they acquire these uh, retail properties because they don't develop from scratch. Although you, I mean, some of the property funds they actually do. develop from scratch, but they say they acquire then a, a fully fledged property that has grown in value. So they, they're actually buying at retail level, mm -hmm. which makes it a, a, a very expensive asset to acquire, unlike you actually developing from scratch. So maybe let's talk a little about that, sure. about the, the you know, relatively cheap. I mean, I'm talking... Let's talk about also the access, right? Sure. Because if you were to buy your own property, you obviously have to take a bond, Correct. which is a highly capital, you know, uh, capitalized industry. Um, but you guys now put together money from the public, from the private sector. You mentioned some pension funds. Yes, yes. And then, then you actually buy from those funds and some of the, some of it borrowed. But to the layman in the street. Sure. Um, the, 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 the narrative that it's actually cheap, what does it mean to them? Sure. So, I mean, if you think about it, let's say you have a thousand rand to invest. Yes. What can you invest in? Mm. So the first thing you can invest in is cash. So yes. you go put it in the bank yes. and they're paying you maybe 6%. Yes. Okay. Yield on that money for a year. The next phase up is you can go and buy if you, uh, want to, you can actually buy exposure to government debt. Okay? Yes. Now, in South Africa, we might question whether that's a good thing or not, but <laughs> that course. is supposed to be the, the most secure <laughs> form of investment in the country. Yes. And they also pay you a yield, which usually is a little bit lower than the uh, than the bank. Uh, the bank. Yes. Uh, and then the next step up is property. Now, yes. property has a component of, let's call it a yield, uh, but also a component of equity in that the yield generally grows, mm. right? It is obviously exposed to the South African economy, so yes. dynamics in the current environment is as many of the companies are struggling to grow that uh, that revenue line and also then as a result struggling to grow the distribution to the investor. Mm. So when we talk about cheap as we talk about the cost of buying uh, the property, yes. okay? uh, secondly, the cost if you're buying these, uh, these shares on the market, the cost of those shares being acquired, or disposing. Yes. Now, in South Africa, we still have transfer duty. So if you buy a house above a certain value, you pay transfer duty. Yes. On that, plus you have to pay conveyancing. There's a whole bunch of costs in acquiring direct physical property. Yes. If you're buying a REIT, you don't even pay stamp duty. You might just pay a small brokerage fee, which the sort of practices a couple of basis points uh, or uh, maybe a percent at, at most. So yes. it's, it's a very cheap access and quick easy way to acquire there's there's decent liquidity mm. if you're trying to buy a uh, a property it takes a lot of effort you have to walk around you have to go and visit the property you have to look at all the things that can possibly go wrong yes or that is wrong with the property whereas if you're buying a REIT you just have to understand is it good quality assets is it a good manager and and is the company not got too much debt yeah and you can buy that share within an instant and the nice thing is Tomorrow, if you've changed your mind, 
you can sell it in an instant. Yes, yes. Whereas if you try and sell your of own course, home, yes. or if you're trying to sell a flat or even a physical property, yes. then it takes a, a long time to yes, do so. Yes. And it's an expensive process once again to yes, dispose of exactly. it. Because you're paying legal brokers, you're paying yes. the legal costs, yes. etc. So this this investment is is very easy to get in. It's yes. very cheap to get in. There's not even statutory stamp duty on it. Mm. Uh, we negotiated with National Treasury because it's a savings instrument for everybody. Yes. They they don't tax the, the, the actual trade yes. per se. And so it's a very easy way to get in. And there's a lot of public information. So it's very transparent mm. uh, sector to invest in. So if anybody wants to go and read about, uh, let's say, a high prop or a growth point or yes. um, any of these uh, companies that are listed, there's a lot of information yes. available on, on websites and from research businesses to say, you know, what are the people, what do they think about the management? What do they think about yes. the prospects for the company? And uh, and they also publish every every six months. Yes. They publish their financial results. Now, you know, many of the other investments don't quite have that level of transparency. Yes. And the nice thing for investors, you get a very broad, diversified investment in mm. most of these companies. You mm -hmm. know, if you just, uh, let's say you own one office building, then if that the tenant leaves in that office building, then your income goes to naught. Yes. Whereas if you buy a, a, a share in one of the REITs, you know, they've got a very diversified portfolio. Yes. So sometimes some tenants leave, but they don't make the income go to naught. Yes. You know? yes. So we think that, uh, you know, it's a much lower risk investment than a physical property. Mm. And, um, and then there are many of the REITs that do develop themselves. Mm. So we do create the assets that, yes. we, that we rent to our clients. Mm. And if you think about it, it's a really, it's an operating service business that we run. Yes. So real estate, similar to any other industry, you know, if you think about a mine, they spend a lot of capital digging a hole. They dig up uh, the, 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 the actual minerals, Mineral, yes. they sell it, and that's how they make their profit. Yes. In property, we develop properties that service uh, a certain client or mm -hmm. many clients' requirements. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, we have tenants that pay us our rental and they're servicing their clients. Yes. So uh, it's a very much a service business. Mm. And as a result, it's changing. So it's got a whole bunch of dynamics. And the reality is, is you need professional management. And uh, we've actually done studies, and certainly in Europe, they've done studies to say, to, to actually prove that REITs outperform physical property portfolios mm. over the long term. Why? They've got better management on average. They have more efficient cost of finance, mm -hmm. so they can raise debt cheaper than than the individual in the street can because they have bigger balance sheets. They have more sophisticated systems. Yes, they also run the portfolios cheaper mm. than an individual can because we have scale. We can buy mm. certain services, be it electrical contractors, be it um, uh, implements and things that go into the. Into the properties, we can buy cheaper prices than an individual can that's just buying one because yes. we buy a thousand of something yes. instead of just one. And um, and the reality is these are big corporates mm. and they have very entrenched governance framework, mm. frameworks. Mm. So they generally, they all run by a board of directors. These people, most of them are non-executive independents. Yes. So they make sure that the management is doing what they say they mm. should be doing. Mm. Uh, there's normally committees of the board that look after the financial side. So the audit committee would look after 
the numbers that are being published on a six-monthly basis. So there's a lot of process in these businesses which give investors a level of comfort Mm -hmm. that they're buying a sustainable income stream. Yes, yes. Wonderful. Uh, I mean, you've you've, you've given us a lot of detail. Um, A lot of it is good. Uh, but you know, you know, uh, uh, there's also the the downside of it. Um, the you know the REIT has not been doing s- so well. Uh, in January uh, 2019, we actually saw some good numbers. Uh, we actually thought that you know uh, we are starting to you know see some uh, upticks uh, and things are going to be better. But 2019 has not proven very good, and I think we're sitting at about. Um, um, uh, in fact, I think the LP is sitting at about 1.9 um, in January now. I, I stand to be corrected. Um, but uh, so, so as much as we are not in the negatives, as in like uh, you know, in the previous time, there's a, there's a time that we, it was down with about 25 percent a couple of years ago. Um, and so there's a little improvement. There's also um, you know the the huge risk. Some of the uh, property funds that we are talking about have, have also said they are not uh, going to be doing any distribution of dividends sure. because there's not even enough ca- uh, you know cash flow uh, in the business, um, and 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 some of them is high. I highly indebted. I mean, I'm talking about the, the measure uh, that has been yep. you know going on uh, in in the conversation between the the Delta Fund and the Rebosis, uh, which hasn't hasn't materialized. In fact, there's been people. Um, some companies, I think, is it is it you, uh, Growth Point, that actually didn't want the measure to actually happen? Uh, but uh, so there's there's those dynamics in the market. Uh, what would you say uh, are the prospects of uh, of uh, property funds? Yeah, look, I mean, Growth Point obviously wasn't involved in that specific transaction at all. But what I can tell you is, is you know, the reality is business isn't hundred percent certain, yes. and no investment. Is hundred percent certain. Yes. Otherwise, the everybody would be doing it. Right? Yes. And uh, the reality is, is like every business, there's things that go well, mm. and things that don't go well. Now, if you think about the um, the market at the moment, the our clients are the South African economy. So yes. most of the South African REITs, their clients are either shopping centres in there, the retailers, yes. or the actual client, and then there's the shoppers that come and shop. Yes. So it's kind of a dual client, if you like. Yeah. The second um, thing that we have is we've got, uh, obviously, corporate South Africa that mm-hmm. rent offices and an industrial space. Now, if their businesses aren't going well, then our business also won't go well. Yes, yes. Uh, what many companies have done is they've diversified internationally, and some of the guys have made mistakes. Mm, so mm. it's not uh, not that easy to run a business internationally, mm. and uh, and there you have to be very careful in the management teams you pick or the specific companies you pick. Uh, the reality is, is it's unrealistic to think that everything goes up in a straight line. Yes, real estate like industry or mining or banking for that matter you know has uh, has cycles where things are better and things are worse yes. we're clearly in a more difficult cycle mm, at the moment mm. that difficult cycle comes from two sides if yes. you like firstly uh, the big macro you know around the coronavirus around uh, various uh, external factors they all have an impact on uh, on the profitability of of course. The, the investor, because yes. if everybody's selling and there's not enough buyers, yes. uh, even the biggest companies in South Africa, like a growth point, yes. uh, see their share prices under pressure. Of course. 
But if you're a long-term investor and you sit through the cycle yes. and you enjoy the nice yield that you are getting, yes. it might not be growing in the short term, but it's still there. Uh, so, you know, profitability is still there for these companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them have got themselves in trouble and they're not paying distributions. But one would think over the long term they should return, hopefully, yes. to, to distribution paying scenarios. So okay. to be a REIT, you have to pay out. Uh, 75% of your profit. Yes. And uh, that is a regulatory requirement. Mm. So uh, it isn't possible f- to be a REIT for a very long time yes. if you're not paying, paying your dividends. distribution. Yes. So that's one of the regulatory benefits of uh, the REIT dispensation. Good. And uh, they also make sure that the companies uh, generally maintain their debt below 60% mm. of the value of their assets. Yeah. Now, some guys have got a little bit brave and maybe blown some of those targets, mm. but hopefully they'll bring that into line uh, soon and um, and you'll see them return to profitability and to uh, to distribution paying again. Yeah, so, yeah. so, I mean, and once again, you get better companies than worse companies. Yes, you know? yes, so of, course. The, the of course. Line. So let, let's take a, just a winner uh, break. Uh, when we come after the break, uh, we'll be talking about, uh, you know, uh, why is it a bias market? You know, even in the REITs, because, I mean, you know, as Warren Buffett says, when everyone gets scared off, you know, it's time to buy, you know, uh, we will talk a little about that, but we'll talk about how practically can people actually uh, buy the REITs. Thank you, Bangani. We'll see you after Thanks the break. Really. Okay. Yeah. I saw the people. Okay. the count of 10. Okay. Hey, we're back from the break, uh, Bangani. So uh, we are talking to uh, SDN uh, from uh, the, the REITs Association. Uh, who's also the CEO of Growth Point. Um, so um, we've had a lovely conversation at first. It's just been flowing. I've, I've been loving it. And I, I'm, I'm sure that the listeners were actually going to uh, enjoy. You've got a very wide voice, you know. If, uh, <laughs> you know, I think they also going to enjoy that. Uh, but let's talk um, a little about the market. You've just explained a little that, uh, you know, the, the market is not in the, in the best shape. Um, but that's how investments are. In fact, there's, uh, there's a lot of assets that are undervalued at this particular stage. And, uh, you know, if we, we talk about the mantra of, uh, of uh, Warren Buffett who says when everyone is flying away, you know, he comes and actually buys because this is a, a good time to actually buy. Um, and what, 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 what would you say? I mean, obviously you don't have to advise people, you know, but, uh, what are, what are the prospects? Where do you see the, the, you know, the property industry in general, um, going? Uh, what kind of a, a, a percentages are we looking at? If you, if you may give, I mean, you, you are the CEO. I'm sure you're sure. looking at these numbers. Um, uh, what kind of figures are we looking at? Um, do you see, and I mean, we, I want us to align there because like we mentioned earlier that, you know, we cannot be detached from the whole economy. So, you know, the, the holy, I mean, the global economy is not doing so badly, but South Africa seems to be like struggling off. Um, and when you talk about some of the fastest growing, um, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, economies in the world are actually here in the continent, but South Africa has been a number of years that we've been struggling off. So how, how are you seeing us, you know, riding that cycle off and why would people consider REITs at this particular time? Yes, I think many companies uh, clearly have seen the the difficult South African environment coming. And I mean, I think there's various reasons why our economy is struggling. Many of them are very well publicized. Mm. Certainly, if you've got uncertainty around investment, 
let's say, uh, issues like the expropriation bill yes. don't really uh, give investors a lot of confidence, whether yes. they're local or international. Yes. So if you can eliminate some of those things, I think uh, things would uh, go particularly better. Mm. But a lot of companies have seen the difficult market coming and they've diversified into some of these economies that you've mentioned. So, yes. you know, if you look at Eastern Europe today, it's been the fastest growing area mm. uh, globally with growth rates of 5 to 6% in Romania and Poland. And, um, you know, some uh, so, uh, quite a few of the REITs actually have investments in those jurisdictions. Mm. Australia as a market has been really, really strong uh, performance-wise from a real estate perspective. And there's a couple of companies that have got a bit of exposure in that area as well. And then obviously the the REITs themselves, the management teams have been locally looking at areas where they can improve their business, where they can bring down costs to try and improve profitability. I think the reality is, is if you think um, about the yields available in the market today, they literally vary from, uh, let's say, the low end uh, close to 12% mm. at the moment mm. uh, to as high as uh, 30-odd percent. Mm. Uh, obviously, those ones that are 30 are kind of more distressed, if yes, you like. Yes. So the, the market's saying maybe those yields aren't as sustainable. Yes. But, you know, on the on, let's go on the, the better quality, more liquid companies, they're offering very, very high yields mm. relative to what they have mm. uh, historically. And and certainly from my point of view, I think they offer huge value for investors mm. that will be investing over the long term. Okay. I think in the short term, there will be volatility. Yes. I think uh, the South African uh, investment market is a – is a, is is a difficult market at the at this stage because mm. many companies in the local environment are, are facing a bit of margin squeeze with increased costs yes. from let's say municipalities mm. etc mm. and government mm. and obviously reducing top lines from the clients wanting to pay uh, maybe less rental yes. in, in in that their businesses are struggling as well so that in the short term certainly is is a theme hopefully over the long term that will turn and uh, and these investments uh, will outperform inflation mm. uh, significantly. So we personally think that the the, the market, uh, you know, with some of the external factors like the coronavirus, yes, yes. a lot of offshore investors selling uh, out of South African markets and emerging markets. Mm. So it's not uh, unique to South Africa. It's impacting Brazil and yes, China and all these yes, places yes. nearly equally. You know, that does create a value opportunity. So the market isn't, um, isn't necessarily always efficient. Yes. They, you can't, these international guys sit on the other side of the ditch. They don't always know what's happening on the ground yes. and they don't understand the valuations maybe as well as they should. Mm. But we certainly think that if you're a long-term investor, there uh, hasn't been a time like this for, for many a year. Mm. In fact, um, the more aggressive investors – because Prime is at uh, roughly 9.75. Yes. So that means you can effectively go and borrow money mm. and you can buy into the REITs and, uh, and you'll still have money. a 2 or 3% yes. uh, to wash its face. <laughs> so it gives you room for maybe some contracting okay. uh, uh, distributions in the short term. But uh, certainly we, we think that um, you know as an investment class, if you say the alternatives being cash, bonds, and equity or yes. even uh, offshore equity, you know, it, it remains a cornerstone investment mm. uh, clause for, for investors. Yes. And if you go and look who owns the REITs, really, yes. ultimately, the largest investors into REITs are our pension funds. Mm. So we, everybody that has a job today, 
contributes to a retirement annuity or pension fund that that ultimately finds its way through the investment markets into REITs and other investments. And our probably 80-odd percent of uh, some of the larger companies are owned by these uh, large pension funds and the large asset management companies deploying savings money into the sector. It is a capital-intensive sector. Mm. and, um, And like any other sector, you know, it is impacted by market volatility yes. but that creates opportunities for the astute investor of course and uh, and certainly we think you know uh, investments like the vna etc are solid investments mm. they outperforming the local economy mm. uh, because they have uh, other exposures uh, to let's say tourism now, yes you might argue that that uh, could be a challenge if if you've got uh, international tourism under threat with, mm, with global viruses yes. and things. So, you know, it's very dynamic. Mm. Um, the reality is is that those assets are quality assets and they will perform over the long term. Mm. You know? and, mm. and as such, any investor can take a thousand rand and buy mm. uh, exposure into, yes. into some of these kind of assets. In fact, talking about investors, let's, let's go into how, how do practically people, uh, we are a stock fill, uh, we are saving up to let's say ten thousand per month. Um, where would we we put this money, uh, and who's going to invest it on our behalf? Where should the money go? How do we make the fundamental analysis, maybe to just to check that we're actually investing in the right? You said most of the information is available online, but what where do we actually go to actually sure. find this information? So to buy REITs, uh, there's different uh, ways you can access the REIT investment. So if you have no knowledge, then it'll always be better to potentially access it through a investment house like yes. uh, you know one of the Investex or yes. the Sesvakiles yes. or the, the the old mutuals of the world yes. that have uh, dedicated fund managers, yes. and you can buy into their REIT uh, their their REIT funds. Yes. So they have unit trust funds that mm. only invest into listed real estate yes. uh, and REITs. Yes. And they've got a professional asset manager that looks after the fund. Yes. So that you can contribute on a monthly basis. Mm. You can have a debit order that goes off your salary yes. uh, that buys into a specific uh, fund yes. and, and transfers money on a monthly basis. So that's the one way to do it. The other way that uh, is also worth considering is to open your own securities account with one of the financial institutions. You can even do that online yes. today. And you can put some money into that account, even on a monthly basis, uh, transfer into your securities account. Yes. And you can get a stockbroker or fund uh, a, a portfolio manager to manage your 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 uh, investment wealth. Yes. Uh, so they might invest in more than just REITs. They might invest in other companies as well. Mm. But certainly to the extent that, um, that you don't want to be involved in the management, that would be another way to do it. If you want to manage your own, you can have a discretionary securities account. Mm. Uh, you can have that online as well. So I know most of the big banks offer online securities yes. investment accounts. So yes. anybody can really yes. open one mm. and you transfer some money in there and you can go and buy growth point shares uh, at will yes. when, and sell at will yes. whenever you want. Exactly. So as it relates to the information about these companies, now most of the companies publish results six months. Mm. That will be on their website. Okay. So you can go into their investor analyst presentations. They're very articulate usually. They give you a lot of information about what's happening in the business. Mm. And I always say that anybody that goes through any of our GrowthPoint uh, investor analyst presentations, if they've read it 
they know pretty much as much as I know about that business. Yes. So the reality is, is we provide a lot of information and that's the nice thing about the transparency yes. of, of these companies. If you feel that you need advice, uh, there are uh, buy-side analysts mm. that uh, advise the market uh, with many of the big banks. There are analysts. You can, you can access their research. They write about these companies. Mm. They write about mm. their performance. Uh, they give their own view. Yes. So they actually express a view whether they think we buy or sell yes. or a hold, you know. Mm. Uh, they keep it quite simple okay. in many respects. It's uh, very accessible. Nice. And uh, and I certainly believe that, uh, you know, any investor that's prepared to invest a bit of time actually can educate themselves. Mm. Because as I said, it's not really that complicated business. You yes. know? The reality is, is if you know that the properties are good properties, if you know that the the company's well managed, and you know that there's not too much debt. You can uh, understand really the fundamentals, and you can kind of take a view on what's happening in the rental market, what's happening in the interest rate market, mm. and um, and as such, uh, you know, kind of take a view how how sustainable the distribution is going to be mm. of that company uh, over over the medium, short term, and long term potentially. Yes. Okay. Uh, the reality is, is, as you go further into the future. You know, none of us really know very what's true. going to happen. Very true. Very uh, true. You know, the the sort of extremists can say that the government will expropriate all the assets, mm. and then the other side is that sense will prevail, and uh, and you'll have a flourishing real estate market. Actually, the South African real estate market is one of South Africa's most competitive industries. Mm. Uh, we can provide our services and the quality assets nearly cheaper than anywhere else in the world. Mm, you know? mm. And uh, if you look at it as a rent per square meter yes. sort of offering, uh, you convert that to dollars or pounds or euros mm. or even Aussie dollars, then we really stand out as a jurisdiction globally that's uh, attractive uh, to to bring a company to this jurisdiction. Yes. Uh, we have been very successful as a country to attract uh, service centers uh, business process outsourcing yes, centers, yes. Uh, call centers, mm. also known as, mm. um, and 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 they they get a really nice environment. You know, if you living in Cape Town, you're living in Johannesburg, you're living in Durban. Yes. These are lovely places to stay. Uh, we have good weather. Mm. We have uh, <laughs> good food. Uh, we have nice people, and uh, and we've got really good real estate. So yes. that means that people can work here. Really nicely, and uh, and they uh, generally are cheaper uh, than than in the international jurisdiction. So it is actually a competitive advantage, you know. And Wonderful. hopefully, if we can continue to to perform and steer the industry in the yes. right direction, then yes. we'll we'll continue to be a leader for for the real estate industry out of. Yeah, of this jurisdiction. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, we're going to close it at really that optimistic. Uh, analysis of the environment. Uh, I don't think uh, many people are as optimistic as you are, but I mean, uh, as a captain of industry saying these things, I think it will influence a whole lot of people. I'm, I'm believing that this uh, podcast would go on not only from consumers, but a whole lot of other institutions as well that look into diversifying their, their portfolios, really consider REITs. I've been following REITs for quite some time now, and I, I've fallen in love um, as, a, as a method of diversifying. I'm a property investor. I hold a lot of property, so I know the cost of actually holding a property, buying a property, uh, and a whole lot of headache that comes with managing tenants and all those things. Uh, 
So buying into a REITs and you know that there's professionals that actually are able to do this. When you talk about the economies of scale, that they can be able to scale way quicker than when you're actually doing it yourself. You know, plus the reputation that comes with it, you know. So really, really appreciate that. Um, I think ETFs are a good method of uh, actually owning REITs as well. Yes, and uh, and then there's fractional shares. There's a company called Easy Equities that can sell you fractional shares. So you'll buy like a fraction of growth point, you know, almost like unit trust, but like really, really a fraction that actually gives you an exposure. Well, the growth point share at, uh, at uh, 18 rand, 60 or something is such a bargain. Everybody can buy them. Uh, everyone, everyone can buy them. With a thousand bucks, I mean, how many of them can actually buy? Yes, so definitely uh, really appreciate it. Um, I, I'm, I'm believing that we are going to see more of you. Um, uh, uh, to have more conversation, more in-depth conversation, because this is just, was just a an, an intro. But remember, we do have a course on uh, JSE listed uh, property funds. If someone uh, actually wants to invest in the JSE and they don't want, if you're a stock fell, we do have that uh, course. If you visit our website, uh, finlight.co.za. Um, appreciate it. We'll see each other next time. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in to the Property Revolution Podcasts. Catch the next episode on iono.fm. Go to our website, finlight.co.za. On Facebook, we are Finlight Financial Education. And uh, you can also connect with us on Twitter. I am at CEO Yepanzula. Send your comments and suggestions on our WhatsApp line 081-283-2419.